Hello, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Research, a segment of PT Meal Podcast in partnership with the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. In this segment, we will take a deep dive into the research and talk to authors of select articles published in the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. In this episode, we will discuss the research entitled Arnis-Based Exercise Program for Balance Control in Community Dwelling Older Adults, a study protocol for a pilot randomized controlled trial. I'm pleased to have in the show its principal author, uh, Associate Professor Donald Lepardo, a faculty member in the College of Rehabilitation Sciences in the University of Santa Tomas. Welcome, Dr. Lepardo, to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. And I'm glad this is finally happening. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I really appreciate you being here. I know you're very busy. So uh, I, I, I want to thank you for taking time to have this conversation at last. So it's um, an honor actually. It's in, it's my honor to be oh, here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um so the research is is about our niece and when I first saw it I was like excited about it because at last we're talking about our own martial arts in the yes. Philippines. And in in conferences and in seminars we talk about like fall prevention and we we hear a lot about Tai Chi, which is coming from China. So yes. our niece is our own martial arts. So why can't we, you know, it's it's about time to, to have that. So in, in this research, you'll investigate the effectiveness of our niece-based exercise program on balance control on healthy community dwelling older adults and have a 12-week pilot randomized control trial um, involved in measuring balance, concern for falling, and lower limb strength of the participants. So my first question would be, what inspired you to choose Arnis as the basis for your, you know, program for the older adults? All right. Um. So when I did my PhD, uh, like four, three, uh, four to five years ago, um, I went to the Hong Kong Polytechnic University, and I saw there a lot of people doing exercise, doing Tai Chi, and I think um. That inspired me to think about why not do a community-based exercise in the Philippines, but not a Tai Chi, which is very, um, you know, oriental, very Chinese in nature, but uh, something that is uh, more familiar with Filipinos. And I thought of um, uh, Arnis being the National Martial Arts of the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, how does Arnis uh, compare to other martial arts like Tai Chi. Well, um, Arnis in itself is more combative, right? So mm-hmm. you, you actually need the parrying partner. But um, I think it has to be modified. We actually redesigned um, Arnis so that it will be more applicable to older adults. And um, in Arnis, there are um, uh, footworks, uh, arm movements, um, swear, um, you, you need to rotate the trunk, you need to um, thrust your uh, upper extremities. And um, we, we saw that uh, those techniques may, may be able to challenge the balance of an individual, particularly older adults. And therefore, um, um, b- based on that, we, we designed the program and adopted it based on the age of our target population, which is the geriatric population. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, it's like similar to Tai Chi, which they have slower movements, but they, they you know, step into the side, yeah, side yeah. to side, forward with their arms 
rotating as well <laughs> like that yes. but with with our uh, martial arts our knees similar with footwork at the same time the the, mm -hmm. the hitting up and down right yeah um, um, um i think it our, with our knees we make use of um sticks mm -hmm. and i think uh, with the incorporation of that it um the exercise will be more functional because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they they can visualize what they yes. they, they can do um, could you provide us with more detail of what the Arnis-based uh, exercise program that you're going to do in, in your study? All right. So uh, the, the current um, uh, protocol for the pilot uh, RCT is actually based on the previous study. Mm -hmm. We did the qualitative study. Um, we explored on the opinions of experts coming from different fields of different backgrounds like a physical therapist, a sports scientist, a geriatrician, an Arnis expert, and one senior citizen uh, herself. So um, based on their comments and um, suggestions, we came up with a 12-week program. Um, that 12 weeks also is based on uh, previously published um, exercise protocols for older adults. So that 12-week program is uh, divided into three phases. The first phase, the first four weeks, will be for familiarization of the um, Arnis techniques movement. So the intensity set is just low. Then the second phase, um, wherein we incorporate now more challenging movements, um, the intensity set there is a transition from low to moderate. And finally, the last four weeks, the phase three will be at the moderate level. So this time, it's really going to be more challenging for the older adults. Mm. So who would administer the or lead the exercise? Pro? Is it, is it going to be the, a physical therapist or an, 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 an Arnis expert? Um, in our case, so we want it to be uh, a bit uniform at this mm -hmm. stage because it's uh, still uh, in the pilot run. Mm -hmm. So we videotape or we recorded the, the exercise in a video so that um, the participants will just follow what is being presented in the video, but in the presence of a physical therapist supervising them. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, all the exercises were pre-approved by an Arnis expert. So, and um, the um, older adult in the previous study uh, approved that those movements are doable mm -hmm. um, in their age group. Mm, got it. Um, how would you try to control the number? I've read that it's the program is going to be three times a week of yes. administration of the program. Um, but would you allow the participants to practice on their own in their free time? Or are you going um, to control that? For a research study, things mm -hmm. need to be controlled. So mm -hmm. we need to advise the participants to stick to the protocol of okay. doing the, oh, well, at least for those who are assigned to the intervention group mm -hmm. to um, stick to the protocol, uh, that is to attend the sessions three times a week. And do their usual activities the other days of the week. Because mm -hmm. they might enjoy it that much and yeah. <laughs> on their own. <laughs> We're giving them the fancy program. sticks. We're uh -huh. giving them fancy sticks. Uh, it's not the usual stick uh, by the 
uh, um, Arnie's experts, but um, sticks with pads and color, mm-hmm. so they might enjoy uh, playing with it. But uh, yes, the, they are reminded that, um, uh, well, before they sign the consent form, that uh, mm-hmm. the protocol is three times a week for 12 weeks. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Um, sticks, padded sticks. I I got yes. a pair for my grandfather in the Philippines nice. when I visited her him, and um, I, I gave it to his physical therapist to use it, and they were using that <laughs> as oh, well just nice, for nice. um one the exercises, and I don't know if they did some um you know an Arnis moves or techniques there, um, but I saw uh that uh that they sell that in. I forgot what store that was. So anyway, um, so what do you hope to achieve with with this pilot study, and what are the potential implications of the for the results? Ah, okay. So with this study, since this is a pilot study, we want to see the initial effects of uh, the program to um, a small group of people. And then uh, we can use the results as a basis for doing a more uh, extensive study, a larger randomized controlled trial. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And we talked about earlier that we when, when I was trying to research about our niece-based program, exercise program, I didn't see any, any um, study <laughs> coming um, out. You know, having... Even in other fields, like in physical education... Right. Yeah, none. So I think this is very pioneering. <laughs> exactly. Considering that we that that our niece has been there for a long time and no one yes. thought <laughs> of doing a study on that. Yes. Um so what are the types of or kinds of challenges or difficulties that are you you're expecting or trying to look for not look forward, but trying to try to avoid during the course of the study? Um, uh, initially, our main concern is the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. So when we decided the protocol, it was uh, to be implemented via tele-rehabilitation. But now that uh, there's no easing in the um, restrictions, we actually submitted uh, our modification to the protocol and do the uh, exercises on-site with the therapist and but they still watch the video recording of the exercise but this time on site with the mm-hmm. physical therapist so um the the first challenge really was to how to how are we going to implement the study given the pandemic conditions um the second one would be adherence mm-hmm. um um some participants who initially um consented to participate uh withdrew because of uh, you know, um, some um, uh, obligations they, they that they need to do, like um, they need to watch over their grandchildren. Oh, some still oh. are working, so right. it's kind of challenging to uh, schedule the exercises with the um, those participants who already consented. And mm-hmm. um, uh, perhaps twelve weeks may be a long time for them, <laughs> but. <laughs> We'll try our best to um, implement our study uh, based on the protocol and see after the after the program uh, obtain their comments and suggestions. So actually, there's a, a 
a follow-up study here will be doing a qualitative study among the participants of the earnings group. So that will know whether um, the exercise program is acceptable to them and what are their thoughts and their perceptions about the program. Mm-hmm. Nice. That would be interesting to, to see. Um, a, a side question. You've, you know, uh, I know you're in your, you know, uh, research interest in about, you know, fall risk uh, reduction, you know, in geriatric rehabilitation. Um, just, I was just thinking, um, what would, would, would community dwelling older adults like Philippine in our setting, Philippine culture, would a group, uh, would there be a difference if it was administered as a group or individual, um, individually? The, yeah, there are well uh, advantages and disadvantages of conducting mm-hmm. the exercise program individually or in groups. Mm-hmm. So, um, logistically speaking, it's more difficult to do it individually because <laughs> you need a lot of manpower, mm-hmm. um, uh, financial support as well, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. the scheduling is going to be very um, challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but with individual uh, sessions, um, there will be a more focused um, mm-hmm. um, session with the older adults and right. the physical therapist will may be able to really monitor the participants. For the group sessions, um, um, there are studies that will tell you that um, uh, uh, being in a group will actually entice the older adults to exercise because they, they see their peers with them. Mm-hmm. They enjoy the company, the socialization that comes with the group session. But on the downside, um, yeah, it will be challenging for a physical therapist. For if only the, there's only one physical therapist monitoring them, mm. uh, like a ten persons, six to ten persons in one sessions on um, uh, seeing how they actually execute the movements. If Mm-hmm. If there's someone experiencing imbalance or might fall, it will be a very challenging to the uh, PT administering the exercise. But uh, yeah, um, we kind of weigh on those things and um, um, that is also something that we can think about in the future, whether it's better to do it individually or in groups. I think you've touched on this uh, a while ago, but how would you control... Um, outside factors that might affect the results of the the participants, like diet or other activities in their lives. Um, we did not control for diet, mm-hmm. so um, in our inclusion and exclusion criteria, we did not include that. So okay. for exclusion, we just stated that they they should be um really healthy, so no medical conditions. They should have no. Uh, history of um, cerebrovascular disease, um, Parkinson's, whatsoever, other severe conditions uh, affecting the heart or the lungs. And um, in terms of cognition, we also screen them so that uh, those with uh, low um, scores and um, um, cognitive tests that we conducted are not included in the study. So those are the things that we controlled. But, but the others, no, we did not. Um, consider the uh, nutrition um, for physical activity we 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 um, in, um, inform them that they can do their usual activity mm-hmm. and uh, our needs based exercise will be in addition to what they usually do okay 
um, do they have to be familiar with Arnis and or do they have to have a, a history of how to use an Arnis stick? Oh no, no, not oh. not really. Um, it's it's not a requirement. Uh-huh. Um, the the first phase of the study is actually um, uh, dedicated to that uh, familiarization with the Arnis uh, techniques. So it's uh four weeks of uh, familiarization. And um, basic movements were taught during that phase. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, I forgot to mention those who are involved in Zumba and other ballroom dancing activities for seniors were also excluded. Mm-hmm. So they should be healthy, but not participate in any other group. Correct. Exercise that is correct. Program. Okay. Um, in your opinion, what are or what would be the key advantages of using martial arts as an exercise intervention for older adults, especially in our um, setting, Philippine setting, compared to other types of exercises like what you mentioned, Zumba, um, aerobics, and, and Tai Chi, of course? Um, I think uh, Arnis is um, something that is uh, familiar to Filipinos. I mean, they know that it is part of our culture, the martial arts of our, our country. And uh, um, with the use of the stick, it's going to be more functional. So they ju- they don't just swing their um, hands um, in any direction. It has um, some um, involved, uh, the, the technique involves them gripping mm-hmm. and um, executing the techniques, the, the movement patterns. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's going to involve the whole body, not just right. the arms and the legs. Um, it's going to um, focus, uh, increase their focus, their attention, their concentration as well. So there are so many benefits that uh, the program can give. And therefore, based on the, the these um, um, claim benefits, I think they will be enticed to perform the exercise. Yeah, right. When you mentioned that they're going to hold a stick, they, they, that involves grip. That that which is not part of oh, of of tai chi, which they yes. have their hands open and just they're they're just moving it in a flowy movement. But with Arnis, with with the more the snappy you get, the more force that you can generate. Yes. And you know, oh, that's not you're right. And in fact, in other studies, grip strength is now being correlated with the uh, pulse. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a um, indicator, or mm-hmm. uh, you can actually use uh, the grip strength as a measure of their ability to uh, break a fall or decrease their uh, fall risk. Mm-hmm. They're considering that as another uh, vital sign. So from, <laughs> so from they after gait has been considered as a vital sign, gait speed, then strength. I think they're they're trying to push that as a yes. sign as well. Yes. Um, so based on the results of this pilot study that you're going to do, what would be your future plans uh, in this research area? And uh, will you be expanding to a you know, large, larger group? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we are actually hoping that with this podcast, we can invite collaborators so that we can conduct um, a larger randomized controlled trial involving more uh, older adults. So um the pilot study will be our basis, our baseline data, and this will now be used to uh, compute for the sample size of the future studies, the possible power that is needed to 
um, determine whether uh, the the ARNUS program in itself is really effective. Um, yeah, um, that's the 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 future direction is to conduct a larger randomized controlled trial, and hopefully it's not just concentrated in uh, Manila or NCR, but uh, actually we're conducting the study in Binangon and Rizal mm-hmm. with the uh, with the help of Mamshin, <laughs> the PT there. Um, hopefully we can, we are able to do this. Um, um study this exercise and be um uh implemented not just in Luzon but also in Visayas and Mindanao and even international i do hope that uh, we are open to collaborations with uh, other stakeholders with other physical therapies or even um physical fitness enthusiasts mm-hmm. how would you feel sir if you later on you know there would come a day that Instead of uh in the communities, instead of you seeing Zumba and, and Tai Chi, you'll see our niece our niece being done by our community dwelling older adults. That would be fun. I'm having goosebumps already. <laughs> Actually, that is my vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> when I saw people doing Tai Chi in Hong Kong, that is my vision for the Philippines. That uh, I see um a group of individuals of pr- primary older adults doing Tai Chi. And um, I hope to see more people getting involved in exercise, even in uh, old age. Mm-hmm. Right. So thank you very much again, <laughs> uh, Dr. Lipardo, for coming to the podcast and and uh, talking about more about your your study on uh, our NIST-based exercise program for community dwelling older adults. Um, for those who are interested in um, reading up more about your article it's still it's in in the uh, philippine journal of physical therapy uh and the uh, it's in volume one issue three so you can uh check that out for those who are watching this and right. are interested in this and you can reach out to dr lipart if you want if you're interested in collaborating <laughs> with them uh, and uh i believe that your uh, contact information is in the journal as well right Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. That is uh, yeah. accurate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for for everyone who's interested in in working with Doctor Lipardo there and interested in Arnie's based exercise program, let's make that <laughs> happen. Let's see yeah. our um older adults uh doing com- uh community exercise um with Arnie's as uh as their program. Yeah. So again, thank you very much, Dr. Lipardo, for being in the podcast. (laughs) So um, for everyone watching, listening, until next time. So stay curious and keep exploring the fascinating world of research with us here on Behind the Research. See you, everyone. Thank you. You've just finished listening to the latest episode of Behind the Research, a collaboration between PT Mill Podcasts and the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. Thank you for spending your time with us and I hope you've learned a lot from our researchers and guests. Catch us in our next episode as we dive deeper into published articles from the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy, the official journal of the Philippine Physical Therapy Association. I'm Johan Alpas. See you next time. Thank you for listening to PT Meal Podcast. If you like the show and want to support it, Please follow the podcast's social media accounts in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Share the episodes you're listening to or episodes you love to listen to so that the message can reach more people. Also, if you have anything to share with 
everyone about the profession or your practice, do contact me and we can work something out. If you have any suggestions, feedbacks, questions about the show or the guests uh, of the show, you can reach me through all the podcast's social media accounts or through the website www.ptmealpodcast.com or through email at ptmealpodcast at gmail.com. Right, looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks.